This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. It's Tuesday night at half past six and you are listening to the Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. And I've got a hell of a show for you tonight. Obviously, it was another big weekend, Rocky Fielding in the boxing ring. It seems like we're going to get a world title fight at last for Rocky Fielding after his win uh, over in Sheffield on the Kell Brook Bill we're talking about now. A potential world title fight for him in June, which is so super exciting. But he's not my studio guest tonight. My studio guest tonight is another future world champion who hasn't got to wait till June. He's fighting for a world title this weekend at Bama London down at the SSE Arena on Saturday night. It is, of course, Mr. Tim Barnett. Welcome to the studio. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, world title fight this weekend. Yet you're sitting there with your bottle of water. You've got a big grin on your face. Your yeah. hair looks great. Your beard's on point. You do not look like a man that is about to go into battle. What's the secret? Uh, the secret is you've got to prepare for that battle, you know what I mean? And I have. I've, I've prepared in more than just the gym. I've done the walkout up and down my kitchen hundreds of times with the music that I'm going to walk out to on. I've stared at the poster of my opponent's eyes and I've, I've gone out to the garage every day and specifically taken time to do that. I've celebrated the win, cheering with my girlfriend and my baby in the house. It's all play. And this is what Einstein used to teach. He used to teach that the secret is imagination. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not knowledge. It's it's imagination. The, 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 the best way to learn is to play. If I'm having fun playing in the gym, I retain the techniques so much better. So I, I play this game. I don't, like someone said a while back, you can't play fighting and I beg to differ. Yeah, You can play fighting more than anything else. Well, Muhammad Ali what, played at being the heavyweight champion of the world long before he was the heavyweight champion exactly. of the world. So I'm trying to learn from these great, the greats before me. You know what I mean? I'm trying to learn from, not from, what what the TV or the news or anything like that tells me to learn. I'm going outside the box and I'm learning from the people who express themselves in some of the best ways possible. I learn from the poets, from the singers, from the artists. I, I learn from those types of people, from the Bruce Lees, from the Einsteins, from the Teslas. I, I got my way to learn from the greatest minds that the universe has known. Wow. Because that's what I want to be. Listen, I, anyone tuning into this now, straight away you're thinking, wait a minute. Nick's got a mixed martial artist in the studio. This doesn't sound like usual mixed martial arts chat. And this is the whole reason why I've invited Tim into the studio tonight is because <laughs> this guy is not a normal mixed martial artist. This guy has got a completely different outlook, not just on sports, not just on mixed martial arts, not, but his entire lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that you lead. A, a good mutual friend of ours, Reese Davis. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I sat down, we had lunch together before Christmas. And Reese, every time I see Reese, he blows my mind with the way he looks at life for such a young guy, similar to yeah. yourself. You've got this all-encompassing view on life, and before we come on to that, then you know what's why mixed martial arts, Tim? Why why are you following this path? I think that it was. Are you from a sporty family, a fighting family? Um, my dad used to swim when he was younger. He was a really good swimmer. Um, in terms of fighting family, I know my mum's dad boxed in the navy, and me me granddad was was a rough and tumble type guy. You know what I mean? Um, but no, not in particular. Uh, I think my roots, because I've tried to trace them back, it's important to know our history and where we're from. Was was There's definitely Irish in there, you know what I mean? Celtic warrior. And, and I know that exists, and I know through meditation that, that there are other things exist that have existed elsewhere through my family and things like that. I, I do meditation every single day, you know. It's a powerful part of me training. Um, sorry, what was the original question? Just your background itself. Oh, why, back, why, yeah, fight why fighting? What, what point did you walk into the MMA academy and think this is for me? I started with boxing and where that? Um, the Avalon over the water. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, it, I went because I wanted to step outside my comfort zone. But but most of all, at the time, it was to get fit. I was very ashamed of the physique that I had through school, as as a lot of young lads are. You know what I mean? It was a thing that I thought would attract more girls to me as well. So there was definitely that side there. So I started. So you, you were you were overweight. You were you were thin, or you were... uh, I was overweight, and then I shot up and went really tall and went really thin. Then so I just I wanted to tone up, and one of my uh, first positive influences came into my life, and that was my good friend Leon, mm -hmm. and he was uh, he was always in good shape and into his fitness and training, and I used to hide from the runs in PE and stuff like that. A shape like uh, I. I, I in all honesty, it came from a lack of self-confidence, you know. I was always pretending to be 
one of the popular guys in school when really looking back a lot of those guys were, were also the suff- guys who were suffering to be themselves they, they were school's very doggy dog secondary school and like you know if, if you're different in any way you tend to get targeted and, and that's the opposite of the approach I take now it's it's, it's it's about being the unique version that you were born to be. We all end up becoming, because we go through this same system, we become carbon copies of each other and our role models become this celebrity culture. And unfortunately now, and, and no offence to anybody in this position, but you know, we're all looking up to these fake artists. The the, the music that's being played today, it, it doesn't resonate with, with me or a lot of people. It's it's not about it's not inspirational. It's not inspiring. They're just repeating a lot of words over and over again and looking good on camera and in the media and then that's what our kids are you know, are growing up with as role models and, and it's the same in like reality T V now, you know. You don't really have to have a special talent but People are going to watch you arguing and stuff with other people. Now, regardless of whether you know it or not, you, your subconscious mind starts to take all this in. Yep. So your diet is much more than just what you eat. If you're like listening to specific music, you're around certain types of people and you're watching television, then you're going to take that on as part of your diet and it's going to become rooted in your neurological pathways through something called neuro-linguistic programming. So the way we speak about ourselves actually affects our biology. Now you can go and read anything from like Tony Robbins and Paul McKenna and they'll they'll, you know, express their experience with NLP. But yeah, like I, I completely decided to detox my life basically. So people who were no longer serving me and holding me back and anytime I decided to make a change or express myself and social media was more than just I don't know, it was my way of expressing myself, but also my way of observing the way people were going to react to the things that I was expressing. Now, if you're expressing what you enjoy and what you love and your truth and people want to react negatively to you just being yourself, then are they really worth having as friends in your life? That's mm-hmm. what you've got to ask yourself. It's it's your masterpiece, this. This is your one chance on this earth to to make the best possible life that you can make. Absolutely. So, at first it was hard. Like you know, people. So what, what was the trigger? At what you know? What, how old were you? And what um, was the trigger where you thought you know what? Just always striving to be the best version I could be. That, that's, that's. Have you always had that? Did you have that as a kid? Yeah, uh, I didn't know I had it as a kid, but I did. It was in there. It was always doing the best from the position that I was in, and and with the knowledge that I had at that time, you know, and and. Unfortunately, at, at that point in time, doing my best was like a, in school was a survival thing. I wanted to be in with the popular kids because I went to an all boys school, and if you weren't in with the popular kids, you were kind of a victim. But looking back, I, I probably would have got on more with the people who weren't as popular and things like that. So yeah. I, I, I kind of wish back then I would have expressed my truth. But you know, I, I'm grateful for everything that's happened in my life. We've we've got to have more gratitude as human beings. We we wake up in the morning and. I'm, I'm, I hear the conversation. I don't get involved in life. I like to observe it as as if it was a movie playing in front of my eyes. And I look at the different characters who are going through my day every day. I've just got the train here and some man started chatting to me and I chose to interact and get involved back because martial arts teaches you to not fear any, anymore. Like, But to, to fully release fear, you've got to release fear in more areas of your life than just martial arts. So as a man, knowing that I've got the skills to defend myself, it automatically makes the streets a bit of a more comfortable place to be. Yeah. Not because I go out and start any fights, but because if worse came to worst, I know at least have a good, ch- like a, a very good chance, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's enough to give me the the comfort that, okay, I'm quite safe now walking around because, yeah, I'd probably describe myself previously as probably an anxious person, you know, always stressed and on edge and, just got to a point in my life when I kept trying to get better and better and better at MMA and I was so committed to it that things just started moving out the way for me. People, places, situations, they like they just cropped up and the, the way to get that to happen for you yourself is to just follow your, your, your highest joy in life. And this has been taught since like the days of a place called Kemet, which is like an old ancient Egyptian society and they've got something called the 42 Principles of Macht. And it's it's where the Ten Commandments and all religion came from. So 
religion was originally spirituality, which is which is work on the self. Mm-hmm. And it, people, when you talk about it, think it's like some voodoo magic, but but it's really not. It's just it's just self work, self reflection, self assessments, and then self improvements. So I've got these walls, print, uh, these laws of Macht printed off into my room and, and I try my very best to abide by them every day. Anything that I read in books, I go out into the world and then I, I try and apply it to my life. Mm-hmm. I try and take the lessons that the books give me and then go and use people like other avatars other, as, as a means to learn more about me. So I know myself on the deepest possible level. I, I know my body on the deepest possible level through stretching it and doing mobility with it all the time. I know my mind at the deepest possible level because I've stepped outside of my thoughts. I, I'm not constantly caught up in the permanent thinking process that most of us have the sickness of in this life. We're always assessing ourselves as if someone's always watching us you know yeah. if i but we, I, live in, we live in a society like that though we, we do we do society of how many likes have you got how many friends have you got how many in kids yeah you're off steady reports how's the school performing how many exams can that kid i think pass? i think one of the worst things that we ever got taught to do was 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 compete with others because that leads to comparison to others and it's like apples and oranges non not one of us is the exact same yeah so what you need to do with your life to find this happiness is to find your highest joy. You need to find the thing that when you're doing it, time ceases to exist and then become the best version of yourself with that. Wow. And that and you believe you've done that with mixed martial arts? Yeah, I truly do. I truly believe that it is an art. It's the purest form of art. It's an art that no painter or no musician could ever do. It's a, it's an art that the, the that when the mind is right, that the purest souls in the world do. But they go to the gym in the first place because we're all suffering humans. Why else would we choose daily to go to a place and, and, and injure our bodies and, and take punches and kicks? Why, why would we do that if we weren't needing a form of release from life? Yeah. We've all joined that gym to escape the reality of the world that we live in. And that's why people do drugs and drink alcohol. They're, they're, not, they're escaping the current life that they're in and that they're stressed under and when you've created a life for yourself and it is a life that you have to create so is happiness something that you have to create and peace yeah. is something that you have Absolutely. to create you don't just find it and this is what a lot of travelers think is the is the case they go to all these new destinations and they think oh I'll find happiness in that place or yeah. I'll find peace in that place but that's never the case because and it's the same with material items yeah. people are buying cars and houses and people think uh, a bigger house a better car I win the lottery, I'll be happy. Yeah. So, the, and, and this is again through 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 the life. Look, people have watched game shows where people are winning their entire lives. They've heard the mum and dad say we'll win the lottery soon. They've heard people say it's always going to be better in the future. But if you always think it's better in the future, you're always chasing the future. Mm-hmm. The only time you're ever going to attain happiness is in the present moment now by being happy with life, being happy that you've got the gifts to be able to live. People get up and complain all the time. I'm sick of hearing it, man. You woke up and you opened your eyes and someone was blind this morning. Yeah. You woke up and stepped out of bed and someone was in a wheelchair. You got to go down and eat fresh food and someone starved to death. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a kid in Africa who hasn't had a drink and you're complaining about the the fuck sorry, excuse me, the weather. Of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's 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 not on. It's it's just like people need to really take a an assessment of how their life is actually going and instead of focusing on what they haven't got realize just how lucky they are and the minute that they do that with their lives then then they'll they'll be a lot happier gratitude which is taught in a lot of buddhist teachings will elevate your happiness to to a level of of joy so you can walk around and appreciate things that the average eye won't even notice i enjoy the sounds of birds singing in the morning i focus on that i purposely go and put myself in nature and sit by a river and listen to the sound of it i love poetry i love music last night i sat in front of a log burning fire playing a drum to music just did that with me night brilliant and that is that's that's what i love to do and i'm not scared to say it anymore i'm not scared to admit what i love in life because if other people don't like it that's their problem and not mine i've overcome the opinions of others and, and for the first time in life i feel free i feel free as a man i do what i enjoy with my day and that is that is it i interact with the people who i choose to interact with and when you take that level of self-love back for yourself, then you can't have a sad life. Absolutely, of course. In terms of, you know, because you're such a powerful figure, you've got such strong 
opinions and, and, it, and it's incredible the lifestyle that you've you know because it, it is a lifestyle you've chosen this lifestyle it, it, how's it impacted on your family because uh, oh god yeah so it was hard at first i mean yeah, I, I'm, I'm still I, we like living the upstairs part of my mum and dad's house still because MMA isn't a good paying sport. Absolutely not. You know, right now, but... <clears throat> it's like I, Conor McGregor. He lived in his mum and dad's loft. Exactly. Until he, until he was signed by the so UFC. A long time ago, I came to realise that, hang on a minute, if I'm ever going to want to achieve this dream, then I'm going to have to sacrifice certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and pride was one of the things that went first. Yeah. So a lot of men will be like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Then they don't understand what it takes to sacrifice something. Yeah, I mean, my mum's with a kid and, and my girlfriend, but you know we're creating a life that we want to create for ourselves yeah and this is what it takes anyone who's ever made it your will smiths people who would like to give inspiring talks like that they've talked about this struggle that they had and i remember bisping's he used to sleep in the car outside and i haven't got it that bad yeah of course. you know what i mean i'm very lucky with the people yeah. who've chosen to, to support me but the reason that's happened is because i first took the self-respect back yeah, yeah. And, and decided no it's my life and this is what I'm going to do with it I'm not, I worked in a bookies for four, four or five years and and that was probably first the first time I ever noticed that I had I was a compassionate empathetic man I mean everyone would gossip about everyone in those situations because they're stuck in a place that they don't want to be yeah you know, they're not following the highest joy. That they're in this place, this institution. To pay the rent, to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to just to make ends meet. Yeah. So we're like we're all members of a species that thinks working nine to five for sixty years to pay off a debt, you know, made up on a bank's computer screen. We think that's freedom. Yeah, exactly. That's what we are like programmed to believe. When realistically, that ain't freedom. That's not free. That's slavery. That's modern day slavery. Nine to five, you know the drill. Weekends are a short-lived thrill. Yeah. Hurts to see the old slave mill grinding slow, but grinding still. Damien Marley, this is the wisdom that you can gain from songs, and and you you got to th- listen to music instead of just having it on. Yeah, and that's yeah. what most people are doing because the music that's played today, it's not stimulating it's us like it's music. supposed to. Yeah, get back to the reggae roots. Get back to the air. Uh, you know the Bob the, Dylan's and yeah stuff the like nonconformists, that. the people who went down the. the the not the they took the off went off the path instead of going down the paved road. Go go get some inspiration and wisdom from these people. And when you hear that, and that's all you have to do, hear it. It'll spark the DNA within you to to ignite, yeah. and then you'll go out and chase exactly what you want to do with your life. Incredible. See, I to- listen. I told you that we had something special. I told you this guy who's not no ordinary mixed martial artist. Stick with us. Coming up in part two, we are going to talk about the world title fight this weekend. But <laughs> I'm going to talk about so much more. Guy in front of me is a full-blown vegan. Very rare in fight sports. I want to get to the bottom of that as well. How does that affect the weight cut? Does it or does it not? Stick with us. Coming up in part two, plenty more from the main man himself, Tim Barnett. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. I am still, of course, joined in the studio by future Bama World Lightweight Champion, Tim Barnett. That will get rectified this weekend. Don't even worry about it. We're not even going to talk about fight camp. We're not even going to talk about his opponent, Reese McKee. We've been there before. We've beaten before and it'll happen <laughs> again. What I do want to talk to you about, you're sitting there, you've got this big grin on your face, you're chugging on a two-litre bottle of water, um, you said to me earlier you're drinking six litres a day now. For anyone that's listening that doesn't quite comprehend what the weight cut means and jaws, how you do it, because every fighter does it differently. Yeah. How do you do yours, Tim? The weight cut or just the water cut? Well, the weight cut, and I'd also like to eventually get on to the fact that you're you know, a full-blown vegan, which is unusual for a professional fighter. Yeah, um, I went plant-based, full plant-based February last year. I pretty much... Raw, a hundred percent of the time. So raw fruits, raw vegetables, nuts, seeds. I'll now and, and again. That's your diet, twenty four seven. Yeah. Not just when you're in camp. That's, yeah. Outside, that's how you eat outside the camp as well, because it contributes to the 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 level of lifestyle that I want to live. It elevates me in the mind. It elevates me in the body, and. I've taken nutrition further than the average person who looks at macronutrients, the proteins, the carbs and the fats, but I look at what they're made up of and that's the minerals and then I I, I see what minerals that the human body is made of and then I make sure I'm eating those minerals every day. Right. Um, I'm surrounded by a lot of good people in terms of nutrition. I've got John Aby up at IPC Wrexham. I've got Reese who we convert back and forth quite a lot with, with nutrition stuff because uh, it's a passion, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And the more, I mean, I've tried every diet out there, so 
the the reason that I went plant based was experience. I tried the pa- uh, paleo, I tried the protein diet, I've I've tried steak and eggs for breakfast, all that type of stuff. And yeah. all I can say is that is this purely in your position as being a professional an athlete, or because it was a lifestyle thing as well? You were uh, trying it, to find what was, was right for you. It was an athlete at first. Yeah, I was always striving to perform better in the gym, and obviously that's your science room. And your body is the experiment. If you go into the gym and you're performing well regularly, then you know you're doing the th- something right. But if you're struggling to get to sessions and you're full of inflammation and injuries, and you know, I could really go deeply into the meat thing if you want to do that. Yeah, because speaking it's up to Reese about meat, he's like, you know, it's completely and utterly off the menu. So why, rather than go out meat? You know, because the old adage you get, and, and listen, I've, I've I've spoke to fighters over the years who tried to be vegans or tried to be vegetarians, then gone. You know what? My body was just it was just screaming out for proper protein, so I had to go back to eating meat. What would your argument be against back all, to that? All proteins made by plants. <laughs> they, plants are the only things that have the ability to take nitrogen from the air and convert them into the protein molecule. So all you're eating from an animal is recycled protein that the animals got from the plants. Right. So you're getting a second-hand source of nutrients. Yeah. The nutrients that we really require are the water from the earth, the minerals from the soil, and the light from the sun. Then when the animal eats that, it absorbs that, those minerals, and then you kill the animal and then get those minerals, which are second-hand minerals. So in terms of performance, why wouldn't you just go straight to the source? Yeah. If you could drink from the source of the fountain of youth or have someone ship a few bottles over, then which would you choose to do, you know? Of course. So... That made a lot of sense to me straight away. And then when I stopped eating animals, I found that the levels of stress within my own body started to disappear. Now, if you visualize animals that are trapped and caged and watching the, the, the fellow animals be slaughtered, then that's going to start to release a stress hormone within that animal's body. Adrenaline, cortisol, all these chemicals. Not to mention the fact that they're filled with antibiotics, which destroy the probiotics in your stomach, which is your primary brain. That was what it was called. Everything has to be created through nutrients. So when you're in your mother's womb, the stomach is formed before the brain is formed. So it's your primary brain. That's why they say trust your gut. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? You've heard course. that saying. That Absolutely. These sayings have survived history. Yeah, They've been going for thousands of years. And that's because it's a truth. And a truth is felt in the gut. Um, so you're, in, you're actually taking these hormones into yourself and then people are walking around stressed all the time wondering why when they're eating a food that causes stress now the more spirituality i've studied and the more spiritual that i've become as a man i've also started to realize that things have a spiritual impact on us a karmic impact there's such thing as a universal law of karma Mm -hmm. just as there is a universal law of gravity and what you reap is what you sow. What you give, you're going to get back. There are more sayings that have survived history. The moment that you continue to take the life of something else, when there's many other options for you to survive and thrive, not just survive, the moment that you keep taking the life of another, your life force will slowly start to be drained in the form of disease. The meat will sit in your intestines and rot and will contain parasites and all these negative hormones that you don't want in your body to be happy. As it sits in the intestine, which the human intestine is 24 foot long, where if you look at that of any carnivore, it's four foot long, a lion or anything. Yeah. The meat rots and festers and parasites and worms go and then the body in its acidic state starts to form a substance called mucoid plaque that lines the intestinal wall and stops the absorption of minerals that you need for your body to make itself out of in the most optimal way. Wow. So when you're full of meat, that's the situation that's going on now. Believe it or not, but go go out and look at some of the plant-based people who are 80, 90 years old. I mean, 100 years old to these people is not old anymore. These guys are thriving and the first guy I saw do it was actually the gym's yoga instructor. He'd been like a vegan for a while. And he's 40 years old. And the way the guy moves, I was like, like hang a on te- a minute. Like a teenager? Yeah. Like rolling with a 20-year-old man. And I thought, how has he attained that at 40 years old when every other member who's 40 or above has at least got a niggle in their body? Yeah. So I thought, well, he must be doing something right. So I started to learn from him. And he... I started to adapt a lot of yoga into my life. Yoga is a daily part of my life now. I do it every single day without fail, even on training days. 
Um, but I don't go to a studio. I, I went to studios and I learned from my mate and his name's Chris Gorrell. He does his own private yogas and things like that uh, for anyone who wants to get on him. Absolutely. But, yeah, I started learning from him and then I started adapting these movements into my life and combining movements and breath. So for the first time in a while, my mind was able to exist outside of my thoughts. I could feel the area of my body that was being breathed into as if I was just existing there in that moment. And that, and that was a, a powerful transformation for me to realise that we all associate, associate ourselves with existing as the mind, but we're not the mind. And, and we think that our thoughts are something that we're generating, but thoughts just happen. Just like it's a physiological function of the heart to beat, the lungs to breathe, it is of the brain to think. So if you just observe, observe your thoughts happening to you, kind of step outside of the thoughts and watch as the next thought appears in your mind and think, what does that tell me about myself that my reaction has been like that to a certain situation? Mm. It took a lot of mind training. It took a lot of body training. But to get to the level that I'm at now, I, it has been the hardest journey I've ever had in my life. I've I've been through times of depression and darkness. I've been through times of solitude. I've been alienated by people who I thought cared about me. Um, but because of that, I've become a diamond I've become a man who was put under pressure and came out the other side. And I'll never change this lifestyle again. I've I've truly found a way to exist in this world happy most of the time. Wow. And it's it's powerful. It's incredible. It is powerful too. It's powerful hearing you speak, you know. Um I, I was editor of a of a mainstream fitness title for a long time and part of that I, I won't name any names, but Obviously, with fitness magazines, the bulk of the revenue comes from sports supplement companies. And I remember at the time, I'd I'd commissioned an article, uh, an investigation into milk and how milk is brilliant for your body if you're yeah. training. Milk's the best thing to have, blah blah blah. And then when this, when I, I commissioned it from a freelancer, and when they sent it back, the actual name of the story was "Milk is Toxic." He, he, and he, the investigation came back that. Cow's milk, especially dairy milk, is one of the worst things you can put into the human body. And you know, that must have been seven or eight years ago. And so are cigarettes, but a few hundred years ago, they were promoted to pregnant exactly. women. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? So it makes you think, by the time we get to Follow- 2025, people probably look back on the dairy industry now, like oh, we look on the cigarette industry. They already are. It's yeah. starting to change. I, I haven't had dairy milk in my diet for since I read this article. Yeah. And yet... Unfortunately, it didn't go to print. The publisher wouldn't print it because obviously there's a lot of sports companies out there who make are, a lot of money off make it. Make a lot of money off, off f- whey f- protein. All I can say is if you want to know the truth about how this world really runs is follow the money. Yeah, It was also a big part of me learning to understand that the system of, of, of function that I was born into, I didn't choose the way I was brought up. Yeah, That was just cast upon me. Like like with I didn't choose the school and all the education that I had. I didn't choose the parents and the way they decided to bring me up that mm. I had. So what we really are is a product of that. So no one really understands themselves deeply that, enough. Extend that to religion though as well. Isn't, yeah, it, isn't it lucky exactly. that every Muslim is born into a Muslim country? Yeah. You know, and every Christian is born into a Christian country, yet you've got the right faith? Or is it just because you were born in, in exactly, that area? in that specific area. And that's... that's, that's what you don't understand and what you get taken away as a child through parenting is choice. Mm-hmm. What they often think is that, you know, nobody teaches you to be a parent because I am one. So, and I've always done my best from the position that I'm in to raise a child with, with love and, and positivity uh, and, and, and a higher level of consciousness than other children. And, and, and that can be lowered through chemicals that are placed in the diet. So my daughter's had some meat through her lifetime. Yeah. When she chose to do it, yeah, not when I gave her to do it. I, I explained to her the situation of what this really was. I said, "This is a cow, or this is a pig, or whatever, and this is how it happens." If you want to choose to eat meat, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I've always how old br- is she? Old she's five, and I've always brought her up with the ability to to make choices herself, and, and instead of saying "Don't do this" or "Don't do that" or "Do this and do that." I've I've just observed the choices that she'd made and then if she needed guidance on them, I've done my best to give that. Yeah. I've never forced anything upon someone who doesn't need something forcing on them. It's of course. Well, that's 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 when it starts to change. We're, we're born individual and unique, but we're never allowed to blossom into the people that we were meant to be because of 
people's lack of ed, not education, I wouldn't say, but just just through the, their way of thinking that they're doing best. But because they've suffered themselves through the system that they've come through, unfortunately, it's not up to the standards that I want to raise a child to. I I have her out in nature a lot. I in the summer she's barefoot on the grass, and and I've never seen a kid so free. And I, and I'll never I'll never be truly a hundred percent the happiest man I want to be until me and my family are in the tropics with land, yeah. and every day we get to wake up into nature and put our bare feet on the earth and bathe in waterfalls and lakes and and I will achieve that with yeah. this life because everything that I've ever said I was going to do so far I've done and with that momentum and that power behind me I just feel like nothing can stop where I'm going to go and I, for the first time in my life I genuinely believe in, in myself and I, I genuinely love who I've become I love being a dad and not having to go out with the lads just to prove myself and, and feel the need, to, you know, if I feel the need to make an excuse. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to live a truth. I'm trying to tell people who I am through my feelings. So if I don't want to be in a situation, I'll say, listen, I feel a bit uncomfortable about going there and be honest. Yeah, yeah. The minute we start being, no one can ever hate you for speaking about your feelings. Absolutely, you know what I mean? But yeah, they can have different opinions to you, but I, I find that. The thing with opinions is like there's a guy on this wall who's got one and there's a guy on this wall who's got one and when they meet, he has to prove that his opinion to yeah, him yeah. and get the other guy to take his opinion on or so he's not happy. Down, of course. But we don't need to live like that. We just need to understand that, yeah, there's always going to be people with different opinions than us and that's okay. As long as you're happy with your own, then you don't have to worry about what anybody else is doing. I stopped competing with other people a long time ago. I really did. So, so how does that work? It's a crazy statement to make for a professional athlete. Yeah. Because it's your job to win. You know, you're fighting Reese McKee again on Saturday night in Wem- at Wembley Arena for the lightweight belt. You've got to beat him. You've got to compete against them. Or do you go into a fight to compete against you? Like, yes. I'm going to be a better version of me now. Exactly. Right. Exactly that. And the guy who's standing opposite me is just a reflection of a part of me that needs to heal. So Reese McKee will present some fear to me when I fight him but that will be an expression of something within me that I need to heal so he might be more confident at the press conference or the weigh-ins he might have something that I need to extract and learn from him to become a better version of me otherwise I wouldn't be in that position I wouldn't have been placed in a situation with that guy it would have been a different opponent and that could be a martial arts skill Mm. and if I lose but go on and learn a martial arts skill that improves me as a martial artist then I've actually gained yeah I'm in this I'm in this martial arts game for life for life this isn't just a sport to me this is this very philosophy of martial arts the Bruce Lee philosophy the ancient Japanese teachers of martial arts that that, that's the life I want to live I want to wake up in the morning and hear Indian flute music playing while while I step out into the sunshine in my face yeah literally I want to I want to be in that that free I want to live how a human being was designed to live we forget that we're part of nature yeah. we, we are part of nature the reason that you feel so good after a walk through the woods with your dog and your girlfriend or your mate or a hike like you said before you come away feeling better and that's because we're designed to be there ourselves we're not designed to be stuck with in such close proximity to everything within our lives if you have no depth in your vision and, and, and the space around you that's like a great Tibetan teacher taught that you, if you want optimum health, you should be around the five elements every day. Natural air, natural water, natural fire, natural, what was it, sun is it? And then um, space is the last one. You need to be in big open spaces where everything's not right next to your eyes and the more depth and everything's connected. And this is what Einstein taught. Every little action has a reaction. That's a Bob Marley lyric, you know. Yeah. It's and it's true. Every single thing that we do and decision we make and thought we have has an impact on the greater good, whether we know it or not. If you walk past someone in the street and decide to give them a smile, that might stop them going home and get like having an argument with their partner because they feel a little bit better. Yeah. And when you understand the world like that, you you start to accept more of that interaction into your life. You start to go around and smile at people you don't even know because it feels good to make people feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And only hurt people hurt people. 
Yeah. If you're feeling sad and you're suffering within yourself, then that's the reason you're being unkind to others, but you just don't understand that yet. You just you might be labelling yourself as a bad person, but as we've talked about before, then you're a linguistic programming. If you're talking about yourself in a negative way, you're actually harming yourself. Yeah, of course. It's important not to look in the mirror and and think I need to be skinny or I need to be like any of these people who we've been had cast in front of us to believe that unless we look like that, we're not good enough people. And that's including me potentially in the future. You know, if I'm a big UFC star and people want to learn off me and they they want to mimic my way of living and that, then if it makes their lives go better, great. But you know, like all this, like material stuff that's involved with the elite level of sports it's 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 very negative to the people who haven't got that yeah and people don't realize how it impacts them in the greater good if i grew up watching and admiring athletes and mimicking their ways to try and become a better one myself if i see conor mcgregor drinking a monster energy drink then what do you think these kids are going to go and drink Absolutely, you've got to yeah, you've yeah. got to talk about things honestly and step outside of they're just just churning the money out to people yeah. you know if you've got enough like material riches will never give you happiness and that's what people need to realise and the Jim Carrey said it you know I wish everyone could achieve this celebrity lifestyle and realise that it's not the answer it's really not the answer you're never going to find it in, in, in loads of money you only you only find happiness by giving to others you only get by giving if you want more money in your life you've first got to give you've got to be someone who has the intention and the want to make somebody else's day that little bit better the friends that I surround myself with now if we go to our, each other's houses, we're cooking for each other, we're looking after each other, we're sitting and listening to music together and talking about what the person was going through at the time when they were writing it, we're swapping knowledge and we're exchanging ideas and we're empowering each other, you know what I mean? We're not going round and going, oh, did you watch the footy on Saturday? Like, yeah, yeah, good game, that. Yeah. Can't even uh, relate to you unless we're talking about birds or footy or going to the pub, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the, that's the current situation that most people are comfortable being themselves in. And that's not real not friendship. Really <laughs> yeah, because they're not, exactly. Really themselves. And, and, and most people are suffering from this. And I'm not saying that I'm better than anyone. I was suffering with this terribly myself to the point where when I was younger, I used to try and make little lies up to people to try and make myself sound better. I was like the J off the in-between is a little bit, you know what I mean? But that yeah. was because I just wanted this acceptance of the people around me. I was never feeling accepted enough and... Yeah, you get you go in a position where you start doing good things and winning and you fight and you do feel more accepted, but then you've got to return that to other people. You've got to make them feel good and accepted around you. I could not be where I am without the people around me every day. It's it's more than just an individual thing. It's the people you surround yourself with as well. That's a massively important part of, of how your life's going to change. Tim Barnett, everybody. I told you this was going to be a bit special. Coming up soon, part three. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Listen, if you've been tuned in, you're already plugged in anyway. Tim Barnett is laying it down. He's laying down some home truths. And even when we were slightly off here, then we were talking about this great city of ours where we're both very much proud sons of. And this is a city at the moment that's been hit with knife crime. The nightlife in Liverpool, for some reason at the moment, is having a really tough time with night crime. And speaking to, to yourself off air there, Tim, you know, what's going through the minds of these children where they're going out with friends supposedly to have a good night and they're taking weapons with them is it fear is it loathing is it self-sacrifice yeah it's 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 a it's a feeling of being stuck in a system where they just don't feel worthy you know i mean we're all in this game together all us the average people who aren't making the big decisions you know what i mean the 99% yes we are the 99% 97% is in the bank accounts of three families and we fight over the rest basically yeah. and that's the problem you know let's face it most people if money was not an option would not go and do the routine that they currently no. do with their day-to-day lives i, I, I said this to my wife all the time you know, we all have goals in life, and I've got a goal I'd like to hit. I'd, it's, I've never said this on here before. I would love to own a farm. I would love to have chickens. I would Amazing. love to raise cattle. And I, I don't know why. It's always been in me. I've never yeah. worked on a farm. Maybe it's in your DNA. Maybe that's, so. That's yeah, the information that's passed within, with, around you. But then that's what you've got to make happen for you, you know. And, and I think people who are going out and hurting other people need to remember that we're in this game together. We're all in this situation where we're forced, basically, to go to work just to provide food and and shelter 
for 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 our families and for the people who were around and you know there's not a lot of opportunities if you are brought up a certain way you know what i mean and and that's not your fault and that's what you've got to understand but going out and hurting somebody else is never going to change your situation yeah. it's just going to make it worse the only way we can change our situations is is by sticking together is by Stopping the mockery of of the people around you. Yeah, we can all have banter and it's fun, but now and again we need to step outside of that for our entertainment when we're with one another. Yeah, it's not always about putting each other down. It's about picking each other up. Absolutely. If you've got course. a friend who's got a business or who's got a talent, then then say that out. Talk to them about it and push them on to go and do something and be something better. Like and. You know that's a that's a gift worth more than gold. That stuff. That friend will remember you for life because of how you've empowered him and and sent him on his journey. I dedicated I dedicated myself a while back to doing it with all my personal training clients. I'd, I'd, I'm much more than just a personal trainer. I'm a life trainer. Every person who I've got testimonials there ready to go out because I want a business one day. I want I want a holistic personal training center where we do breath work and meditation and yoga and massage and, and hard training as well and martial arts. And I want to bring all this together and, and this, this one lifestyle. I want a cafe in there where after your session, you've got a plant-based meal there ready for you and yeah. you go away feeling good. But, and that's what people forget about exercise and professional fighters. They, they start taking themselves so seriously and they start labelling themselves as Tim Barnett, the MMA fighter. Now, MMA, it's not who I am. Mm. It's just something I do. Yeah, it's yeah. just something I do because I love it and enjoy it. And if I'm not loving it and enjoying it, then why am I doing it with my life? Yeah. If you're doing stuff that you don't enjoy and love with your life, then stop doing it. Absolutely. Stop it. And I know it's easier said than done because a lot of people are in situations with mortgages and things like that. But why aren't we being taught about how to manage money in schools? That's, because we want people I, in debt. I didn't know how to work, do taxes. I, I never got taught about I ta- don't taxes know in how... school. This is my big bugbearer. Yeah. That's something I've had to learn as an adult. But that the, you have to pay your taxes they, and how much VAT is. Yeah. Don't teach that in school. Exactly, it's because they, they want people in debt. Because it keeps the money churning upwards, and and we're we're fighting over the rest. Yeah. We've got to start educating kids at a younger age. Number one, how to attain peace within their lives. I, I've I've got issues with the school system. I'm outspoken, and I'm I'm not scared to say what I think and what I feel and what I believe in as a man. And that takes courage to do that. Yeah, there's going to be many people who disagree with me, but but. You know, okay. That's fine. Yeah, I don't. I'm not bothered if you disagree with me, but if yeah. if it resonates with one person out there, the words that I'm saying, and their lives become better, then then good, because in the bigger picture, the world has then got a a, a better citizen living within it. You know what I mean? It, 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 from a personal point of view, Tim, honestly, listen, we've we've kind of crossed paths, but we've never actually met before today. Yeah. But in terms of the message you're putting out there, that what you're standing for, and you're standing on the soapbox, and you're using you know, this weekend's Bama platform to, to, to present you and what you believe in. I think mixed martial arts and, and fight sports in general is missing this. What You know, you obviously you're similar, same weight division as Conor McGregor. You've got the ginger beard like Conor McGregor. <laughs> You've got the stereotypical MMA fighter look, if you like. Yeah. But it sounds like you're on a completely different path to him in terms of he got to the top. He was aspirational. He was on the dole, living in his mum and dad's uh, you know, loft. Exactly the same position you're in now. There's a lot of similarities to there, our story. Yeah, fa- when he got there, it was all about the riches, the money. Look what I've got now, a brand new Rolex. I'm wearing this, I'm wearing and, that. And it's hard, so I don't really fault Connor for doing that because, you know, imagine yourself being in the same situa- situation that he's in and having the opportunity to provide money for people who've never had money before through these advertising and sponsors. But listen, if Monster Energy ever come to sponsor me, I will not be signing with them. Mm. If people send me out Rolex watches, I'll be giving them away to average people. I will. Yeah. I, if if I get more wealth than I need, I'll be giving that away. That is my philosophy in life. It is if you ever want a happy life, you have to be Put making other there. people happy because that's yeah. how karma works. That's how balance works. Yeah. There's is a reason it, a lot of people who go rich go poor because they keep... They keep attaching themselves to money and chasing money, thinking that that's what's making them happy, but that's draining them. There's a re- someone, a wise man once said to me that there's a reason that there's a watermark on money, and that's because it's supposed to flow. Great shout. Yeah, yeah. Does it, listen, just on that point, a real good friend of mine, I won't mention his name and I won't mention his business, but he's a very successful businessman. Yet he could be 10 times richer than he is, 
But every time you see him, he's giving to charity. He's supporting people. He's supporting new businesses. Yeah. He's supporting fledgling athletes. He's incredible for supporting athletes. And he's constantly putting his money back out there. With, yeah. And and you know what? He, he's been supporting fighters for two decades in, in and around this city. And people who fighters in this city will probably know what I'm talking about. And never once has it have I heard him say, my logo's not on his shorts. There you go. He's not giving back to me. He's not He's not doing it for that. Yeah. He's not doing it for because that. He's it, helping it, people live their lives. The, they weren't what's the live saying? If you're, if you're given to receive, you're doing business, not kindness. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I, st- I, I always used to think that being an emotional, soft-hearted man made me weak. But it's actually the complete opposite because to express your true emotions makes you strong yeah. because most people are hiding them and what's hiding your truth weakness yeah and course. i started changing this perception i had of myself we've all got a way that we view ourselves we think that you know the world sees us the way that we see us but that's completely unique to us so the way you're interpreting you is different the way i than the way i probably am yeah of course, and people yeah, don't yeah. recognize that so they think that in public, people are judging them when it's really them judging themselves. Yeah. And everyone's too concerned about ourselves to have time to judge other people, but we're creating this judgment ourselves. Which is completely false. In a, which in is a, false. Because yeah, yeah. if you saw the way that most other people looked at yeah, you'd probably have a lot more self-belief in yourself because people see the best qualities in others. And then that's all we need to start doing is expressing that between each other. If you say some, see something good in someone, then say it. Go out to a person you don't know and just give them a compliment that day. Just say, yeah, your hair looks nice and watch the smile on the face. That's worth so much more yeah. to me than money. Yeah. It's a life that I it's free. adore. It's, it's uh, like... It's so funny because I'm in situations of like going for coffees with mums and dads from the school and going back to mums and dads' schoolhouses to, to let the kids play just so my daughter can have that time and be happy, you know what I mean? And and I love going and learning from mums and getting their opinions on the way the school system runs. And, and, and you'll, you'll find that a lot of people are actually, do have an issue with the way it works, but are scared to speak up about it. And... It's not right that kids are forced to sit still at a desk at such a young age. My daughter's five. She don't want to. She wants to be free. I understand the importance of education, but a happy person retains information much better. Let them sit in a squat. The minute we start to sit and slouch on chairs, our breathing becomes shallow. We're not even breathing properly. And when you're shallow breathing, you're breathing with stress. Yeah. Watch the stomach of a toddler when it breathes. The whole belly expands and then the chest. I've been doing the Wim Hof breathing exercises every day. I've been taking a freezing cold shower every single morning. There is no man on this earth as disciplined as I am with this lifestyle, and that's because I love this lifestyle. Conor McGregor did really well because he was fighting in love. Yeah. He loved his girlfriend and he wanted to give that person, he loved a better life. He loved his family and he wanted to give them a better life. He wanted to repay them. So he had, them yeah. Exactly. So he had a meteoric rise because ev- his actions... We're from the intention of love. I've got those same intentions, but I also want to give it to the world, not mm. just my family. And that's why there will be no stopping me on this journey. And I just, I believe that pretty soon I'll be known on a world level. I want, I want to speak inspirationally in front of other people. I want to interact with, with people from other cultures. I want to learn. This is life. Bruce Lee said it. Life is your teacher and you're in a constant state of learning. Do you ever go to a new city and everything is completely different and you're just like in this state of awareness where you're like a young child again? A young child would come in here and it would see patterns in this table that we haven't even taken into our minds. It's still there. We've we've been desensitized to the fact that there's magic all around us if we just tune in. Yeah, I'm like that watching my three-year-old play. Yeah. Uh, I, I, nothing, nothing I love more than watching him play in the garden or even play with his Lego yeah. or play with, like, this morning, for instance, you know, before he even had his breakfast, we had the Play-Doh out. And I'm just watching him making all manner of things with Play-Doh. And he's making a Batman Getting out of Play-Doh. lost in the mind. But he's is... got a Lego Batman next to him. Yeah. And, but instead of playing with that one, he wants to make a Lego Batman Creativity. Just, it, it, it's you know incredible. What I, mean? and... I, I, I would love to teach kids one day. I would love to teach this way of life from a young age. I've, I envision schools with 
with with starting the days with yoga and meditation and and some binaural beats to get the body on the right frequency and and then you know going and doing a bit of learning and then in between that separating that with some dance and in school I was too scared to do music because you were a gimp if you did music and I was mm. too scared to nobody did drama in my school because if you wanted to express yourself and act you know that was a muppet thing to do yeah yeah you know it's this crazy. is this is this is the this is what kids are going through mm. and we're all creative beings but we're just too scared to express and that's the problem no one's expressing themselves so when a man who comes and has got over the fear of expressing himself, people will listen, hopefully. And I intend for many to hear the words that I have to say and, 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 and adapt those changes into their lives. Teach our kids from a young age the importance of staying out of debt because yeah. we're trapped then in a system. And when you owe your energy to somebody else, then you've never got your freedom. Mm. Because you're always worried about how you're going to make ends meet or make the next thing. We never went into it, into the first place, buying stuff that we don't need to impress people that we don't even like to make ourselves look better than we actually are and need to be. To post Through material things. New then, cars and... You know, you, 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 you're wasting your life energy by doing those things. And listen, I'm in a bit of death. I'm not, I'm not free from all that either. But I'm damn doing my best to get out of that. Like I'm, I'm fighting to break free from the system that we currently live in. And, and get off, get off from here, yeah, get, get off. off. The grid. At first, I'm going to give back to, to, to my roots and to where I came from and things like that. And and once enough people have, have, have gained from the wisdom that I've gained through my experience and through the changes that I've been strong enough to make, then then I, once I've given enough back, then that I feel karma will then come back on me and give me the opportunity to go. And I, I'll only be happy when I'm surrounded by nature. I go for walks multiple days a week in nature because... I make the effort to do that. When I was changing my diet, I stopped just using the supermarket because it was convenient. I was willing to put extra petrol in the car and take on an extra personal training client a week so I could get to a, a location that did organic, pesticide-free food, you know. It's it's about effort, man. Yeah. What you want out of life, you've first got to put into it. And I've burnt my body out a few times because of how much effort to put into this life and trying to be in training all the time. But now I've got it to a point where I've created complete balance, yin and yang. The the masculine and the feminine is balanced within me. I'm I'm happy to embrace my emotional side and my empathetic side. I'm happy to be nice to other people. And it's important to do that in ourselves instead of always pretending we're this man who doesn't feel any feelings. You're human. Mm. You're not a man, you're a human. And, and crying and, and being scared is all a part of that. And yet I'm scared when I fight, but I'm still going to walk into the fire and into the fear and I'm still going to face it with every single bit of my soul that I have. And I'll never quit in there and I'll never, ever... I'll always be given 100% that I can give and, and, and that's all you can ask of yourself. And if you're doing all you can ask of yourself, then you've got to be happy because mm. we can't do better than our best. So if we just strive for our best, then we'll always be happy. Absolutely. And we'll get the best of you, I'm sure, on Saturday night. Tim Barnett versus Rymaki 2, the second time these guys have fought. This time the Bama World Lightweight title will be on the line. Anyone that's listening that wants to watch it, Tim, where can they, where can they see you express yourself? <laughs> exactly. It's uh, ITV4. It's on. Uh, I think the show starts at 9 o'clock or you can get down to the SSC Arena. In Wembley, of course you can. Listen, best absolute pleasure to, to sit you. with you, mate. It's killed me having to do it now. We could do another four hours. In fact, I want to see now... <laughs> What you're doing after the show? Because let's go and have a chat. <laughs> but it was a pleasure to meet you. Best of luck for the fight at the weekend. Appreciate it. And we'll Thanks catch up soon on. again with this world title belt Thank over you. your shoulder. Appreciate it. You've listened to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Catch up with us across social media at Fight Disciples, and I'll see you here next week. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.